Welcome back. This is This Is a Pickle, the Hallmark movie podcast once again appearing in July. Second time this month, Aaron. Hallmark Christmas movie. Sorry about that. The director speaks two times in a month. We haven't spoken in many months because, I don't know, life. Life's back to normal now a little bit. This is Christmas in July, and we have a very special gift this evening. Right, Mike? The guest is the gift. This is our second guest that we've had on This is a Pickle. You may remember we had a guest, our neighbor Evie, previously. But now we have a new neighbor. He lives in our neighborhood. And he's also a friend because Mike befriended him and got to know him at his Muay Thai gym here in town. And his name is Liam. Hello, Liam. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm their uh, neighborhood friend that... uh Likes to get punched by Mike on time to time. <laughs> Liam is the reason I lost my fight. Uh, he uh, he routinely hits me with an overhand right hand, like to the point that I like whenever we spar, I'll be like, okay, I'm not gonna get hit with your overhand right. And then about ten seconds in, I get stunned, and I'm like, damn it, and it's all for naught. And that's the one I got hit with really hard in my fight because I didn't see it coming because I just never got good enough at it. Well, what Liam is also good at is baking pastries. Um, Works for a place in town. Um, has the culinary uh, skill, I guess, right? Patisserie. Interest. Yeah. Uh, fascination, maybe. Lineage. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But what you're saying is, in our Hallmark Christmas movie universe, where we have our script, our next one that we've been talking about, where we're in Des Moines, Liam is going to play the role of the town baker. Hmm. Okay. And, and let's talk about what he's been doing here at our home in our podcast studio tonight. Yeah, so this is kind of a big deal. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if he notices, although he's been baking for like five hours, so he might he might understand how like serious of undertaking this is. But in my very Italian family, there's a pastry called a sfogliatelle, and it's like a seashell. Some people will call it like a lobster tail if you see it in certain places because they can be big and fluffy and layered, like a like a very like complicated croissant. And it's stuffed with this filling, and I don't know, it's covered with powdered sugar, and it's just amazing, and it's darn near impossible to make. So it's an important thing, especially like around Christmas, so much so that I can't make it. No one in my family has ever really conquered it, to my knowledge. So like, I'll just frequently send them to people. I found like a place on Etsy that did it, low price, easy shipping, great gift for people who sometimes you can't find them in stores, and you certainly can't make them on their own. And we made them tonight. And when I say we, it was it was mostly Liam going through the pretty complex process of making the dough, layering it, rolling it, making the stuffing, the filling, I should say. And right now it's in the oven, and before we're done here, uh, it'll be out of the oven, and we'll be ready to taste them. I, I didn't do all the work. That's a, that's a lie, Mike. You helped me quite a bit there with the, the rolling it out and whatnot. At the, yeah, yep, Aaron went to Kroger, got us some oranges, and... Mike uh, rolled out the dough, so, I mean, otherwise, we'd probably still be working late into the night. Do you remember the inception of this, like, where, where this came from? Uh, no, all I remember is you said there's a difficult pastry you wanted to be made, and I said, okay. Yeah, so we were coming back, either going to or coming back from the Smoker in Virginia, right? <laughs> smoker is like an exhibition Muay Thai fight that doesn't count. They raise both your hands. Um, it was a wild day. Uh 
Like, sure was. Yeah, like four became one in this day. Like four of us in the car, and uh, we had some adversity. It was a long story short, but like on the way back, we're all having a great time and celebrating. And then like we went this cool experience and got to know each other really well. And at one point, Liam was talking about his job, and he says that like I make a lot of baguettes and I make the same desserts and like it's something to the effect of like not like I want a challenge, but do something new or something like that. It was along the lines of I do the same thing every day. It's fine. What else? What what else is out there in the pastry world? I don't know. And I said, buddy, I got a challenge for you. And I think I sent you the recipe that night. And like within a day, you had gotten back to me and had the whole thing engineered, like secrets how to make it and, and the layering and all that stuff. And like, oh, we're gonna use butter at, or like a, as like a fat to separate the layers. And it blew my mind because I'd never one gone down that rabbit hole, or even imagined like the solutions you had. So, I mean, it's uh, what is it? It's pretty similar to French puff pastry but um instead of a normal dough and getting laminated it's just rolled up pasta dough so to call it similar to a croissant is a bit sacrilege to me but i'll allow it i'll allow it mike because you are dual citizen yeah 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 yeah. dual citizen to france and america so i i think i'm the local authority on what is and what isn't fine french pastries Mm. is this an adequate pastry I think we'll find out soon enough. Uh, they'll three be minutes. out in, yeah, out of the oven in three or so minutes, and we should be able to try them shortly after. Can you describe the challenge? Like again, I said that people in my family. I know my dad's tried it. I've tried it. Some other people have tried it. Like, why is it so difficult? Like, what's the hard thing for people to overcome? Yeah. So, for us tonight, the hardest thing was the moisture in the dough. I never really worked with pasta doughs before. And they're very low hydration, making them pretty difficult to roll out and make the shape you want. So we had a few, a bit of dough lost just because we couldn't work with it, and it dried out too fast, and it wasn't behaving too well. Uh, I would say that was probably the hardest thing. The rest of it is pretty similar. It gets rolled up like a big old cinnamon roll and cut like a cinnamon roll, and the filling is just a fun filling to make overall some ricotta that gets blitzed so yes it's pretty fun speaking of blitzed oh boy <laughs> in the back of the room i think what i think what got me going on this was that like the last step like i was just trying to figure out how you're going to do it the whole time i just kind of figured like you make a shell and then like at the, when the shell is made and baked or whatever you insert the cream or the filling in the middle of it with like a, a tube or a bag or whatever and it was not like that at all like i won't give it away but like the thing you did at the very end with your palm and like smushing one part down and inverting it and everything like it all came together with me like fireworks went off above my head heard it here first good with the palms (laughs) (laughs) yes so happy holidays uh, uh, a fine dessert um it just—I uh, don't know if it's a holiday thing necessarily. It just that's something I've, oh, totally I've given away. It's not like a, 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 a what's the good time? the cookie, the coochie dotty, right? The fig filled cookie. But wait, like I think for you and me especially, this is a holiday thing because if we are traveling, and you and I are prone to travel a lot during the holiday season, we see Sviadel, mm. and the golden rule in your family is. If you see it, you buy it because it's too freaking hard to make. 
So I think it does kind of, that matriculates to it's a holiday thing because everybody likes it. We're going to be visiting family. You're going to buy some pastry on your way to somewhere. And if you see it, you buy it. And so it is kind of yeah. holiday. That's true. Like some places, you know, you'll go to the, the bakery on the way to someone's house for a Christmas party or a Christmas dinner or a Christmas Eve dinner or something like that. And that's the thing you do. For sure. For sure. And again, it's been a gift before, too. Um, and like the Italian thing is you, you make a lot of food and bake a lot of stuff around Christmas, too. This has always been off the menu because it's, it's like it's kind of intimidating. Or it was. Does this mean I'm going to get invited to your uh, Christmas parties from now on? I sure hope so. We'll have to invite you seven hours ahead of schedule, though. (laughs) Just because. I can can do a little bit of prep work before I uh, show up next time. So we're going to have the the moment of truth here shortly. In fact, there goes the alarm. There goes the alarm. Aaron and I will kill some time. Liam is going to run upstairs and grab this out of the oven. Aaron, uh, from what you saw of the process because you've done this yourself and you are the, you're the baker in the house now that i've seen it um yeah totally oh yeah i'm not i'm not discrediting liam or anything that he can do or has done here tonight but i feel like i've been trained and i got a bottle of wine in me like i'm i'm, I'm 10 feet tall and bulletproof mike could you write it down the what how to make them yeah we can do this. Totally. There, there are two secrets, I think. The well, don't oh, they, I, yeah, no, yeah, the, I don't the one that we yeah. saw like, with this yeah. thing here, and the other one at the very end yeah, with the this well, there. but also the secret and ingredient the fat, that, that we too. can't talk yeah, about mm-hmm. here. But yeah, there is a a secret flavoring ingredient that I think Liam was very intuitive um, in offering up into this process, and 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 I'm sure it's gonna make everything just pop. Mm-hmm. And the cool we, thing about knowing how to do it, perhaps now, is that. I'm pretty sure he does not want to be coming over all the time to do this. Uh-oh. I don't know. I think Liam likes our company. Maybe he wants okay, to hang out with us all the time. It was an undertaking. Can we have a report from upstairs? They look amazing. Uh, Are they out of the oven? They're not out of the oven. They need about five more minutes, I reckon. But uh, it should be... They look really good right now. Yes! Aaron, you're the one who weaves us all together. How does this become a Hallmark movie? Okay. I think... We can talk about the previous episode we discussed in Des Moines. Uh-huh. If you remember, uh, when some of your gym friends and uh, can I say our gym friends? I don't go to your gym, but I feel like they're my friends I, at this I'm point. I'm kind of aware that you're because, taking over because you know, yeah. like everyone likes me more than Mike at this point, right, Liam? Totally. <laughs> you, you say it. it's okay. He, he's saying yes, but not. He's saying yes with his eyes, but he's looking at Mike and he's worried. Like he's shaking his head no, but he's saying yes. I refrain from comment. Yeah, so that's a yes. Everyone likes me more than Mike (laughs) at this point. So I'm thinking back to that little excursion that we had to the ice cream shop in Des Moines. In real, this is real life. Um, After everyone's fights and all that, we can in our movie script swap out that excursion to an Italian bakery. And in this Italian bakery, hold on. Will we have the crackhead? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, she. The crackhead is definitely integral to the script. But in the Italian bakery, when you and the characters of Jenny and Edson and Jake and Amy and me are all there getting our Italian pastries, this baker comes out, and it's this dual-citizen French-American dude named Liam or Mm -hmm. whatever we want to call him in the script, and he really wants to get into Muay Thai. And, and he doesn't know how, but he sees your T-shirt as you're there to get your Sfiadel. And he asks you about it. And then he's got this captive audience of 
Sfiadel pastry eaters that have Muay Thai experience and can tell him everything he needs to know about how to get involved in this this whole culture. And so then you have this French-American dude making Italian pastries, talking about a Thai fighting method wow. with a bunch of American people plus Edson. <coughs> There's our dogs. They're, they're in on this story. Mm. So I really think we can tie this into our last script idea by instead of us visiting the ice you know what listeners you needed to hear our dogs they don't like uh, the script at all i think the one thing that we have to have is like everybody well we pick up liam in des moines i mean like that's the whole point like he is this fiadel baker who's interested in muay thai and that's how we get him in and that's how we tie in this fiadel yeah, I think what we should do is that we're all there and we heard about this great ice cream place and we're going to go to the ice cream place. We get there and we realize it's not open because the crackhead the has crack actually head. successfully closed it. <laughs> so, so again, long story short, we were in Des Moines, fights done. We're going to go out and celebrate. We're going to actually eat stuff for the first time in a while. Jenny found an ice cream place. There was a extremely out of it woman who was in there and just had a comment for everybody and everything. But she was not having a very good uh, run of it that day. And I guess, I don't know, like, she was kind of, like, clashing with the, the staff about this and that. And, like, near closing time, why they were running out of ice cream and just didn't understand how these things happen. And as we were leaving, she came out of it and was, like, fired up, storming down the street and said that, like, I hope you like this place. It won't be here when you come back because I'm going to shut it down. She said <laughs> she was on – She said she was on city <laughs> – Said she was on city council. These dogs are out of control. Said she was on city council and she was going to close the place down. So what we should do is everybody goes to this ice cream place. We found out it's actually closed down because the crackhead followed through. But in its place is the bakery with Liam. Italian bakery with the French-American dude making Italian pastry. Sorry about our dogs. No dogs, though. They're not in the script. They've lost their spot. They're very excited about the pastries tonight. They can smell them. I must check on them again. Oh, go, 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 go. All right, 25 seconds Take again. Jolene with you. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. So, Mike, what do you think? Are these pastries going to be good? I think so. I had the filling. It was good. And, again, I'm intrigued by the oh. shell. And we have a new um, purpose for the filling because we have some leftover filling. And we're trying to decide, the three of us here, like, what could we do with this delicious vanilla cinnamon orange-infused ricotta cheese filling? Mm -hmm. And we all decided, well, I think it was my idea, and you guys jumped on it pretty quickly. We think stuffed French toast. I thought it'd be good in a rice cake, and you all laughed at it. Shut up! See? Exactly. God! Yeah. If Jenny is listening, you have made a monster of Mike and his nutrition. Who wants to put that stuff, this delicious orange-infused ricotta cheese with vanilla and cinnamon, why does he think it would be good on a rice cake? It's light. Literally anything would be good on a rice cake. Yeah. Why don't you step it up a notch with some delicious, delicious griddled French toast? Can it be the Nichols bread? No. Why? No, it needs to be like bona fide, bad for you, thick sliced, carby bread. We have a bag of thirty-five calorie sliced no! bread upstairs. It's perfect. <laughs> I want a good old thick sliced sourdough, maybe. Oh no. Oh yeah. 
or a brioche, a really sweet, really sweet. A what? A really sweet brioche. Okay. Okay. Maybe. It's got a lot of purpose, I think. We could definitely make use of it. Um, We're going to make stuffed French toast with it. Okay. Tomorrow morning. Right now. Well, right now we have the pastry episode <laughs> waiting downstairs. This is like, I'm worried that he hasn't come right downstairs excitedly yet. I wonder if he's tried one or if he's seen, like, maybe they didn't the succeed. Him and ate them all. Possible. Possible. Should we pause and wait till he comes back? Maybe. We'll be back after this word from our sponsor. <laughs> all right. We're back. The moment of truth. Pastries are out of the oven. Everybody has one in front of them. What they do look, you guys think? They look awesome. Like, they look exactly like you pull out of the case in the store. I'm not going to lie. Like, they look... I don't know. Were you worried about anything here? I'm pretty sure your dad would be crying right now. It's, it's emotional for me, too. <laughs> My dad's alive, too, and it's emotional for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I can provide you guys this euphoric experience. <laughs> And the jealous beagle here. All right, should we take a minute and just have yeah. a bite here? Should we describe what we have? Yeah, do it. It's, describe it. It's, it's again, perfect. it's it's like a seashell. It looks like exactly like it's supposed to look. It's warm. It's got the powdered sugar on it. It's layered. It's got that lobster tail yeah. effect. It's, uh, again, it looks like exactly like it's supposed to look. Let's dig in. Nice golden color. Yeah, the color's perfect. Here we go. Dusted Ready? with powdered sugar. Here we go. Ready? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, the filling. Oh, my God. So, I mean, like... It even spirals like it's supposed to. Uh-huh. So, let me drop my mouth because I don't care. When the dough is really good, when you bite it and you pull it apart, it spirals like this. It's like, no, it's good, Liam. One of those uh, potato spiral things. People know what that like. Looks a like a curly fry. Like a curly fry. From the state fair? Yeah. It's perfect! Oh my god! I never really had them warm before. Like, maybe like room temp or cold, but like warm. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. It's so good. You know what? It's rare that I'm speechless. I'm basically speechless. Liam, oh my god. That's amazing. He I didn't say. <laughs> he did it. Yes. He a hand, did it! A hand, a hand for Liam. Thank you, guys. I, yeah, I couldn't say much, though. I had my mouth full of them. I never actually had one before. Oh. So, uh, if it's authentic, I'm glad to know. Well, what are your thoughts? You it's made these things you hadn't had before. I talked them up for so long, you must be like, eh, they can't be as good as the hype. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. No, I liked them. I enjoyed them. I'm going to be my own worst critic here, but overall, I was pretty happy. So, uh, I'm not going to complain. Oh, my God. What did you not like about your work? I, I put a drop too much more of the orange blossom water than I should have, but minor, very minor. You know what? Having experience in this, I'm not complaining because I think it's delicious and I like the orange flavor. However, when we've had the authentic stuff, it's more like a hint of orange. Mm -hmm. Which I 
And maybe a little bit, there's ones that are anise yeah, kind of flavor. Right, right, right. And I think anise might be the more traditional, but orange anise is sounds my fun. Favorite. Yeah. Orange is my. <laughs> orange. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that. God damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. Anyway. Star anise is a great spice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anise in this flavor palette, whatever, is really good. Orange, though, is my favorite, and when we've had them before, it's more like a very slight hint of orange on that ricotta flavor palette thing going on, but this, I actually kind of think I like it more, because I like that extra punch of orange that you added in there. Yeah, so the orange flavor is good, but right now, if you breathe and you sense an orange, you have an orangey sensation, that would be the orange blossom water. I don't know if you guys can feel it or whatnot, but um, to me, it's if it lingers on too much, it becomes unpleasant, and uh, that's that's my only critique. But I'm I'm satisfied. I think you wouldn't be as hard on yourself if you had like an espresso or like an arrancata right now. To uh... yeah, if I if I was uh, if I had a cappuccino or some kind of espresso yeah. drink right now, I would I would be a happy duck. I mean, if it wasn't after midnight, I would gladly offer you an espresso, but I'm not sure you really want one right now. But I can make you one if you'd like. I mean, I've had Red Bulls and espressos at this hour this past week. (laughs) Uh, I've been living a hectic life, personally. So how about we come over to your place, and we'll make it next time. And you can make the espresso. Or the cappuccino. Uh, this is not a not not at my apartment. It, there's no AC. <laughs> okay, oh, well, all right, back here then, I guess. Because yeah. now we know how to make them, so maybe yeah. I don't, know. It, I don't think it's too bad. And now we know the process, so I could this give you guys homework and ask you to make the filling one day and show up the next. That's what we're saying. Like, you want to sit down and do the whole thing in one shot again? I don't know, maybe not. But if you made the filling once and the dough another time or whatever, or could you buy the dough already made? I don't know. There's a way to expedite it. The the dough is actually pretty easy to make yeah. it, the dough itself only took um maybe like 30 minutes to prep it's a it, it, it for those who don't know it's it's a pretty simple it's just a bit of salt sugar and two different kinds of flour and a drop of water and it's um kind of comes out like a dry play-doh um and then it gets mike did the work but it gets flattened pretty thin and we'll roll it up with yeah. grandma teddy's pasta yeah. roller and then again and you... grandma teddy's ashes <laughs> ashes oh god that's right yeah and when we say ashes we mean cigarette ashes of course yes yes yeah i hope so jeez <laughs> and again so, we, we turn this these circle pastries into triangles that are delicious oh it's it's wonderful like it was everything i wanted it to be and then some liam thank you but uh thanks for having me i think to tie this back in to our Hallmark movie theme here, okay. Hallmark Christmas movie theme, are you camera ready? Do you do you think that you can be this this small, nameless bit part of a guy in a bakery in Des Moines who just wants to be in some Muay Thai action, but you make really good Italian pastries, but you're French-American? I mean, Des Moines is French. Well, I wouldn't... Uh... I mean, I am just a guy in a bakery these days, so who who wants in on Muay Thai action? So, you know, I think I am the part. Central casting now. Look at him. Yeah. I, I really don't think we have to look much further to cast this role, Mike, in our script. Done. Production. August twenty-two. We'll start. 
We gotta call the Hallmark Channel. I think that about wraps it up this time here. We have more pastries to go eat. Until next time, thanks to Liam for appearing in the house to make Thank the pastries you. for for gracing us with his presence on the podcast. My name is Mike. I'm Liam. Thank you. I'm Aaron. Season's greeting.